Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Welcome to the One Bitcoin Show. Today is February the 20th, 2020, and it's 222 back in Baltimore. Lots of twos, strong hand, long-term thinking. Bitcoin is the next Bitcoin. Your home for Bitcoin insider information. No fancy sets or graphics here, but we're going to talk about that today. Oh, are we ever? Bitcoin is the next Bitcoin in motion, of course, be in motion. Conviction, people. Unconfiscatable. And yeah, I'm offended by selling. Hello, my elite friends. How are you doing? Beautiful day. I'm going to be speaking in Long Beach tonight, 7 p.m., Robert's picking me up pretty soon. I got to take a shower before then. And Las Vegas, I will be hanging out with Tone Vegas and the crew. They're already there, unconfiscatable. I will be there Saturday, Saturday uh, the 22nd. And remember, check out all the links below. If you've got questions, I've got answers. So type in Bitcoin Meister or just do a super chat with your question and I will see it. It will turn colors over there in the little chat in the corner of my eye, and then I will answer your lovely questions. Tomorrow, 1.15 p.m., Boris will be on this week in Bitcoin. That's 1.15 p.m. Baltimore time, 6.15 in uh, in London. And you know what? Uh, and, and hopefully the great Bitcoin Tina will be on. He was feeling a little under the weather. I'm a little worried about his status for tomorrow. But this week in Bitcoin, 1.15 uh, PM Baltimore time by that's six 15 in London tomorrow, Friday. All right. Let us, let's talk about, uh, a guy that tour de Meester informed me about. I, of course I read tour de Meester's, uh, Twitter feed every day. You got to treat these awesome dudes, Twitter feeds like blogs and pound that like button. You're just not in there. You're not in Twitter for the drama. And don't worry, we'll talk about the crypto t- Twitter drama noise in a second. But this is the real, this is the real thing. What what he's tweeting about? He tweeted out uh, a man named Mark Vander Cheeds. Uh, I'm, I'm mispronouncing his last name. Sorry. Uh, who has been in the space since 2013? He's a China expert. He's a smart dude. He's got an article out there which I read and I, I found. Uh, I think some of you will find it inspirational. It'll strengthen your hands. It'll give you a little history. The perfect storm, why Bitcoin at 10,000 in 2020 is different from Bitcoin at 10,000 in 2017. And he mentions in 2017, when we we got to the all-time high, when Bitcoin got to the all-time high, that it was only in that upper range, like above 15,000. I mean, for such a short period. It was such a short period of time. And it's similar to 2013 when we had a, the, the, the uh, all-time high was like 1150 and it was only above a thousand for such, like a couple days or a day. I don't even know. So he puts in perspective that now that we've been going in and out of 10,000 for a little while here, a few weeks, whatever it is, that we're sort of at a new all-time high here. We're sort of at this new in a new era, a new a new price era of, of, of Bitcoin. And, and that's an interesting perspective on it. He says, 2020 is different. I feel the current bull market is led by institutions and family offices. Now, I'd like to hear about this stuff too. Well-informed investors that invest because they see Bitcoin 
as a potential store of value in volatile times. Now he said in 2017, it was a bunch of irrational, uh, you know, regular, uh, uh, regular people getting into it, regular people, whatever they're in the, anyway, but now, okay. There were not in, they were not in the market in late 2017, talking about these institutional long-term thinker type of people, because they were either not allowed to be in it yet, e.g. they were not approved custodians, or because they did not know how to invest in Bitcoin. We've come a long way since then, and that is so true. But it's still not easy to buy and hold Bitcoin. One reason why we are very far from a new top. Now, remember that, people. Keep that in mind for all you that frustrate or frustrated. Oh, my mom can't buy it. She can't hold it. It's true. It's, it's still hard. And that's just show you how far we have to go. The narrative have, has changed, though, and many people start to see Bitcoin as a real new asset class. I, I agree. I agree with that one. So it's, a, it's a, the whole article is similar to that. But read it. He talks about China, too. So everyone knows that I, uh, if you watch my Saturday show, I I like to listen to uh, videos because I, I don't watch videos. I just listen to them, play them at 2X. Play this at 2X if you're watching uh, this on tape of uh, Yuval Harari and Yaron Brook, two completely uh, different type of guys. But Yuval uh, talks about the story that, you know, there's all these different stories that the dollar is a story. People buy into a story. You have to believe the story. And I'm, I'm a big believer in that story uh, type of narrative. <laughs> anyway, and uh, story narrative. Yeah, funny stuff. So, and Yaron Brook, who I, is, a, is a guy who is a financial guy and isn't too keen on Bitcoin yet. But he is kind of negative too, but he expresses a negative view that a lot of people have because uh, they're expressing it politically by you know, thinking Bernie Sanders is their savior that there's no real growth in this uh, in this economy. There's no real growth. It's all it's all fake growth, and you know, and it's it's depressing just to go to my nine to five job. And uh, there's no there's no hope, et cetera, et cetera. But and I I hear that story. There are a lot of people that believe that story. There's no hope. There's no growth. Although we're living in this amazing golden age. So the story out there, the best story out there, the story that you insiders have, Bitcoin is the best story. It is so exciting. It's such an exciting story in a time when a lot of people say, or think there's not a lot of excitement out there. They think oh, the, the economies are growing slowly, but I'm not benefiting. It's only the, the Wall Street people are, are benefiting. It's only the Tesla people that, that who are benefiting from this. So the Bitcoin story is in this space to hold. It's such it's such an exciting space. And while we have so many people like telling a hopeless story, this is a story of hope and excitement, and it, it, it's it's very positive. And, I, and you already know that, but I, I'm just uh, I'm putting it in perspective and uh, lining it up for you for for something I'm about to talk to. So Bitcoin is, if not, it's one of the most exciting stories out there today that anyone can participate in. I think it's the most exciting one. So it was only a matter of time uh, before some really mainstream uh, entities started picking up on cryptocurrency and Bitcoin that, that, that didn't talk about it in 2017, okay? <laughs> so, uh, and that's, and I think that's good. I think it's, 
I, you shouldn't get your financial information from MTV. How about that? If you're getting your fight, if you're making your financial decisions based on what you see on MTV, you've got some issues, <laughs> but I, I'm going to put a positive spin on the fact that MTV is uh, going to have a crypto expert on there. <laughs> and some people are really frustrated on, uh, on Twitter about this. And they're, they're angry that this, this woman, and she, um, you know, you can check out the links below. I'm not going to say her name. Um, she's, she's actually, I believe she was in a video once with Tone Bays where she was wearing a bikini. She's, a, she's one of the bikini babes. And hey, if, if you get your, if you do your, if that's your thing, that's your thing. Okay. As I've said before, this is not a fancy sensor graphics place. This is, you're not going to see the bikini babes here, but lots of people like that kind of thing. And so this person, it, it, it's not like she was invited to be the crypto expert on MSNBC or CNBC, whatever, or CNN. Uh, it, it's, it's MTV. It's, it's MTV. So that's people wear bikinis there and it, this is perfect. And I'm, I'm, you know, this person appears like they, they wanted, she wanted to be a YouTuber or she wanted to be popular, uh, wanted to, you know, uh, give giveaways and all this stuff. And this fits in perfectly. This is the, the type of audience. So that's, that's cool. I mean, she, she achieved her goal. We should be happy. We should be happy about that. And the story is being spread that this is an exciting story. Now, are people going to act on it properly by watching MTV? I mean, some people in, in some of these threads were like MTV still exists, and I kind of got a chuckle out of that because I mean, I haven't, I don't, I don't have cable, I don't watch TV, and I knew MTV existed, but I didn't, you know. To me, it, it might as well not exist. But hey, they are, uh, they are having a bikini babe on their uh, on their channel um, to talk about uh, crypto, I guess. And someone here, here's a good tweet about it. Pulling beautiful, fresh simp money into the space. <laughs> we need crypto experts like her to explain to Plumber Joe how to buy the top of shiny big green candles. Doing God's work, in my opinion. Okay, so uh, I don't think Plumber Joe watches it, but there, there's some potential dumb money that, that watches MTV, no doubt. And we'll be intrigued by, by, by hearing about this. Uh, you know, you've been sitting home smoking weed all day, watching Yo! MTV raps or whatever's on M MTV these days. I don't know what's on MTV. The, the real world. And you see a, a, a pretty bikini girl on there talking uh, talking Bitcoin. Oh, man, wait a second. I got I got some extra cash. Maybe I should get in this thing, whatever. And again, they, they're, it, they're not going to care about fundamental. Oh, look, it's, it's worth as much as it's ever been before. This is the best time to buy if you're getting your if you're making your financial decisions on MTV, you're you're one step yeah you're more than one step behind. But I like it. I, I like that MTV is going. I'm putting a positive spin on this. Um, and there are so many people in our space that just want to see this type of thing and want to see fancy sets and graphics and love this. So they they can have their thing. We can have our thing here. You can get insider information here, or you can watch MTV. I mean, this is. This is where the big boys play, and his personal responsibility is new counterculture. If a bunch of people, uh, if, if it really gets popular on MTV and people start learning about Bitcoin through MTV and they, they start to buy up all sorts of uh, six-tier altcoins, well, this is, I mean, it's their fault. <laughs> it's their thing. I mean, there's plenty of resources out there. We've been talking about, uh, I've been talking about Bitcoin on this uh, channel since 2013, and there some people have been talking about it on the internet longer. 
So if you're, if this is the way you find out about through MTV, you could have found about it other ways. I mean, uh, you're not some rock that just gets fed information. You can do your own research also. Uh, but there are a lot of people that just sit there and, t- and do whatever the, the TV tells them to do. So uh, here we go. This is from, speaking of simps, this is from a, a guy. And he says, uh, a crypto Twitter makes me ashamed sometimes. Uh, this person, I'm not saying her name, successfully made, made, successfully made her a target. She provides femininity and sex appeal to crypto. For the everyday people, and she is torn apart. MTV doesn't want to broadcast your ugly mug. Okay, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, MTV does not want to put ugly people on their. They don't. So they pick this person out of you know superficial reasons, and then there, and you think it's good that you know she gets promoted because of super. That's great. Um, you should watch MTV. And you you are right. There is a lot of noise on crypto Twitter. Uh, people getting angry at this person. God, this is, you know, you should take it, take my uh, summary of the whole thing. Bitcoin is getting popular. It's an exciting story. It's so excited that MTV is even, even covering it now. So we'll, maybe we'll get some new people into the space and hey, don't, don't worry about it. it, it it's not like uh, this person is the, the crypto expert on CNBC or anything like that. So, uh, and just use Twitter not to argue about something like this, but to read uh, all of uh, Tour de Meester's tweets or uh, Zach Bowl or so, someone like that. You know, Zach Bowl can get caught up in the drama too, but he, he is, he's on the show. Tour's been on the show before. Uh, and, anyway, read, read my feed. I'm Tech Ball, T-E-C-H-B-A-L-T. So, in ter- so here's some more mainstream news. So MTV is way – that's not financial mainstream. That's like entertainment mainstream. But hey, Bitcoin's getting in there. Uh, thanks to Bikini Babe. So, main, so the mainstream financial media, this is from Bitstein. He says, this. he's commenting on a CNBC segment that Mark Yusko was on. Mainstream financial media is trying to get in on the Bitcoin maximalist podcast game. Stack your sacks. Sats. If, if you follow stock and flow, store of value, not designed to be a Visa marketing substitute. Great interview, Mark. So they, they, they're starting to use these terms. That's good. That's great. That's awesome. Um, it's an exciting freaking story, dudes. Uh, more, the more the merrier. This is where the big boys play. Bring them on. Bring them on. All right. We got people talking in the chat. No questions. You can type in uh, Bitcoin Meister. Do a super chat if you've got questions. Moving on. Uh, speaking of CNBC, here's a story from CNBC. And I'm going to tie it into Bitcoin. Here's why Morgan Stanley is spending $13 billion to buy E-Trade. How much is Coinbase worth? Is Coinbase next? What would you think if Morgan Stanley bought Coinbase? Now, is is Coinbase as big as E-Trade? No, it it doesn't deal with stocks, et cetera, et cetera. But I mean, Coinbase is in a space that is growing very fast. And people brought this up before. Coinbase will be purchased one day. I, I believe it will be purchased. There are some people that think Coinbase will purchase other, other companies one day. <laughs> Maybe Coinbase will purchase a bank. That's possible too, I guess. Um, but when I, see, when I see a story like that, the E-Trade is being purchased by uh, one of those evil banks. <laughs> uh, I think 
Coinbase must be, it's, it's attractive to them too. All right, let's go to crypto dividends for a second. Uh, I, I talked recently about the one we got, MWC, and how there's one buyer of it out there and he's trying to dominate the market and manipulate the market. Interesting experiment. Well, there is this one guy that's got his own blog and I linked to the, the like uh, Cointelegraph wrote about this, but I, I linked to the blog post, okay? This guy has analyzed B-Gold, which was another crypto dividend we got back in 2017. And apparently there has been an entity that has been buying up B-Gold for, has an incredible amount of B-Gold. The, the article explains it. And this guy feels, he, he thinks that he will try to manipulate the B-Gold market because it can... It's a relatively low volume traded coin, relatively for like a top three tiers, I guess. Uh, it, it's If you have an incredible amount of it, you're going to be able to manipulate it, apparently. You can attempt to do it. So it's a fascinating study. In uh, We see what they're trying to, what someone's trying to do with MWC. This is on a much larger scale. Let's see if this guy's predictions uh, come true. If there, is, if there is one, he thinks it's a South Korean entity that owns like a tremendous amount of B-Gold that is going to try to pump it. Uh, and, and maybe this will be a trend in the altcoin space. Maybe this is going on in other uh, lower tier altcoins too. We just don't realize there are entities that are trying to buy up as much of it as possible to try to create some hype and excitement around it and then dump it on, on the retail market. That was the word I couldn't think of before that uh, 2017 was mostly retail. Okay, so that's linked to below if you want to study that, learn about the altcoin pumpages from people trying to dominate, uh, from entities trying to dominate them. BISC is growing. There is a thread that I linked to below that gives all sorts of sources statistics that compare 2018 and 2019. Not only did Bitcoin volume increase significantly, but the sheer number of trades on BISC almost doubled. Uh, 91 went up 91% and uh, almost 60% of those trades were for buying and selling fiat. Ugh, boy, I'm offended by selling for fiat, but if you've got fiat and you want to go through the, <laughs> I think it's a great way to dump your altcoins uh, anonymously over there if you want to. But a lot of people want to vomit when I talk about Coinbase. Well, there, I talked about BISC. That's uh, decentralized. As decentralized as it gets in, in the space. So there was a, a, a debate last night, <laughs> and I'm only bringing it up because I brought up the FTX uh, pre, uh, presidential prediction markets before, and it's still pretty low volume on there. But sure enough, after yes, after last night's debate, uh, the Bloomberg uh, dropped 26% on there, uh, which is no shock. You, you expect if this is a true prediction market that now a lot – after what I heard about last night's debate, I didn't watch it, of course, that a lot less people would think that Bloomberg is going to become president after last night. And sure enough, the Bitcoin, the prediction markets where people are betting the precious Bitcoin on people like Bloomberg, uh, it, it, they don't expect him to win as much as uh, they used to. Uh, and someone says, Cass8 said, do you think we'll see MWC on BIS soon? No. Um, yesterday, uh, it, it's, it's complicated stuff to get, uh, those type of coins on BISC apparently. And just because, uh, Monero is on there doesn't mean, uh, 
And I don't it is if if uh if Mimble Wimble is on if 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 uh one of the other two Mimble Wimbles are on there, I don't think they are on there. That's why I said no so fast. I, I don't. You never know. You never know. I shouldn't if if one of them's already on there, now I'm starting to think one of them might already be on there. Grin or uh Grin or the other or beam. If Grin or Beam is already on there, then we could see it on there. If they're not, if they're not on there, no, it's not gonna be on there. But it, it take it's like you really have to be proactive to get on the bisque. You you really you have to do all of like the groundwork, okay? Um, it's it's they're not too many people, it's decentralized, it's decent, they don't have work employees or anything like that. Okay, to interesting question. So Yesterday I mentioned. I, I want to make, oh I forgot again link to below is, or the Israel uh, Tel Aviv the the parties I'm going to be at on, on May 21st best having party on Earth and finally I just want to quickly mention something I mentioned yesterday that uh, I said that people who love the dollar should love stable coins. But one can see how those in, I want to give the other side of the story that those in government who want to see the dollar remain strong could become very paranoid and worrisome and, and panic and distracted uh, because that the, the stable coins seem like that they seem like dollars. They seem like they seem they're centralized just like the dollar. Um, and they're similar to the dollar because those similarities could make them feel very uneasy and thus panic when they see something like Libra, which they clearly have. They clearly have. Now, I, I take that as a positive again, that if they're not going to think logically and see how these stable coins can help the dollar, if they're going to panic because they see something so similar and uh, they're offended by companies printing their own money. Uh, well, it's it's going to distract them, and they're going to spend all their time worrying about Libra. And what are they what, what are they going to do to Bitcoin? Bitcoin is going to be able to breeze through. Now, and I, I am not worried about government regulation, etc., for Bitcoin. But there have been people have asked me recently, well, what do you think about this Forbes article? And we kind of we kind of talked about it on Friday's show a little bit, but. Here's my thing. There, there's a lot of people that write these broad articles that the government doesn't like Bitcoin. But what it boils down to is that the people writing the article don't fully understand and the government doesn't fully understand the difference uh, between Bitcoin, stable coins, all coins, et cetera, et cetera. And they get fixated on something that's easy to get fixated on, which is a centralized competitor to the dollar, a company printing its own money. So, hey, it's the reg the regulation can really only stifle something like Libra or something like a stable coin. So keep that in mind when you read these stories about oh, Bitcoin is going to be threatened by government regulation. It's it's not, and it's not. It's their radar is only so big. Bitcoin is far off on the. They've got easy targets. Let them. That's why Mark Zuckerberg's uh, doing a uh, doing some good work out there. Putting his Libra out there, putting his name out there, letting everybody attack him, and Bitcoin's doing its thing. So, hey, there's a positive spin on it. All right, I'm Adam Meister, Bitcoin Meister, Disrupt Meister. Speaking about positivity, I'm going to be talking about that tonight in Long Beach. I look forward to seeing all you. Click on those squares.
uh, bang the bell button and, of course, pound the like button. We'll see you tomorrow, 1.15 Baltimore time. Hopefully, Bitcoin Tino will be on with Boris and someone else because I don't have too much time to manage the guests because I'm going to be on the road real soon. I'll see you real soon. Thanks a lot.